I don't even think the station wanted to play any Fort Hood shit. <laughs> I'm your host, Ice, with my other host, Spanky. Hey, oh, man, we were we were just going over the freaking Fort Hood report, and I'm I, we were trying to play that video earlier of the Sergeant of the Army and the Secretary of the Army talking about what happened with Fort Hood. And damn, dude, there's not anything that will get you more butt hurt and pissed off is just to read that report. Secretary of the Army released a report that include included a lot of um, a lot of a lot of issues. Um, I don't even know where to begin, man. It's just like one of those things to where it's like, fuck, dude. You just it, it's, know, it's it's frustrating it's, as shit. And it's huge. It's like a hundred and fifty pages or something like that, and right. all the you know the covers and this that or whatever. But right. I will say one thing. Let's start with one. Go for it. This is not a forehead problem. Right. What happened to the Gian is a forehead problem. But everything else on here, when it comes to Sharp and FTRs and Command Climate, and well, I can't speak to CID's problems, but right. most of these are Army problems. Right. I, I didn't go out to say DOD problems because I had a lot of friends that chime in from other services. Like, yeah, that happens here too. But, like, these are not just hood problems. If you think that this is just happening on Fort Hood, well, it's happening everywhere. <laughs> Fort Hood wasn't my only duty station. You know, right. You know, being a female in the Army. Right. Like, I'm sure you're going to hear lots of women, like, echoing that statement. But, right. No, I, I'm, so. I'm just I'm just reading, you know, reading the report. Secretary of the Army released it on Tuesday, and then uh, it began a, uh, a, 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 I don't know, uh, unprecedented amount of reliefs um, all the way down to the squad level. I mean, when you, could you imagine being the being, being a, a squad leader and being relieved by the secretary of the army? I mean, that that's, I mean, well, uh, that's, I mean, I really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to survive a letter? Of, how can you appeal a letter of rec- recommend uh, reprimand from a, from the, uh, from the secretary? Of the, who are you going to appeal it to? The, the same guy that gave you the fucking uh, a general officer, a little, uh, you know, God, it's just... excuse me, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> you get to, you know, you're gonna talk to D. Treasy to see if you can get that uh, to get that pardon uh, to get that uh, that shit removed. I don't think so. Right. It's just it's just unfortunate um, that that this had to have been that this happened. It just it, it, I reading through the, some of the stuff and 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 seeing some of the the statements and seeing some of the. Uh, you know the the issues that that were written out. I mean, what was what was what was what was one of the biggest things that stuck out with you, Spanking? Okay, one of the biggest things, and I'm gonna like skip over the sharp for now. We all know that's a fucking problem yeah. and needs to be fixed. Yeah, is I and I think this is a really good thing that need needed to be changed. Is there's no established procedures for first line supervisors in a failure report situation that if I have appropriate actions. For the critical first 24 hours. I know y'all have all heard about like the first 48 and stuff for missing soldiers and stuff like that. Okay, so what's the first thing you do? Like me as a leader, if one of my soldiers didn't show up for formation, I'm going to call him. Go send somebody to the barracks room and look for him. Right. right. That's kind of the first thing you do. But, you know, this was all, this happened during like quarantine times where you weren't having formations and you weren't doing this. So... I mean, you know, reading in the port what did and didn't happen with Ian, but... 
you know, there really should kind of be some like, oh, fuck, and we'll go look for Matro PT because he didn't answer his phone, you know, or look for her or whatever, you know. There really could should be like some kind of standard for that. It could be like, oh, he always oversleeps. So what if he always oversleeps and he misses formation like three times a month, but that's the day that he got in a car wreck and went off the fucking cliff, you know? So there really should be kind of something standard the out there for everybody to follow. The, the commanders, the, 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 is that, is that some sort of something that you think that soldiers down at the, uh, the squad, are we just not, are our NCOs just not trained enough or, or, or is it something where some of them maybe, maybe not. And especially like I said, in Gian's case, it wasn't. I mean, like, you know, she went missing in the middle of the day, for one. Like, and who knows when's the last time they had a formation, you know, because of COVID. So especially when, it, you know, when there are extenuating circumstances, there needs to be something more than, like, oh, well, she didn't answer her text message, she didn't answer her phone. Um, when's the last time you saw her, especially as a squad leader, did you talk to her, you know, or him? Let's not make it just about one particular soldier. I mean, there really needs to be, like, I know for me, like, it really did depend on who the soldier was. And it could, should it be like that? I mean, there probably should be some, like, you know, SP, like, this is what you should do for every soldier. But for me, it depend on who the soldier was. Am I going to go pounding on their door? Am I going to call them? <coughs> I know... One of my NCOs didn't show up for PT. I sent someone to his house, like, right away. He had never missed a formation. He had never been late. And he really did just oversleep. But I was genuinely worried. Like, did he have a heart attack last night? You know, like, something's right, wrong. Right, right. You know, just... And then, but that's also me have been the leader for, you know, six or seven years. This isn't me being a, a squad leader or been an NCO for two months either. So a lot of it comes with experience, but... I mean, soldiers are getting promoted a lot faster nowadays. Maybe they do need it. Like, okay, first you call, then you do this, then you do this. I don't know. Like, I just, you think that, should... Do you think it's like, you better go, you, you think it's like passing the buck where it goes to, you better go check on your troop, and then it, it becomes a big ordeal to check on them, and then the NCO's like, nah, well, he hasn't. he's not answering his room, then fine, then then you need to go to the motor pool. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then by right. well, well, knocking his door, he wasn't there. You know what I mean? So do you think the... There, there should be some more intrusive measures, like for instance, when there is because in 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 uh, in Gian's case, especially as, uh, Gian had a um, she had all of her keys, she had everything there, right. so it was not like it was a it wasn't like it was it, it it was up and left and looked like there was a sign of struggle. It looked like she was there. It looked like the, her car was in the park. There was no you know she wasn't going to leave post. There was no intent. Um, and we talked about this one when first when it first broke out. Right about the details of what happened about the custody of arms room, uh, who's there, you know, battle buddy type shit, and um, but I'm just wondering when I asked you about the the NCO, right? Exactly with her, it it seems to me she's obviously fucking missing. I don't know. I mean, like, I think I have better investigative skills than whoever investigated her fucking case, especially after reading how CID fucked that up, you know, in the report. But um. I'm like, did y'all never even watch Law and Order? Like, what did they teach you in CID school? Like, I well, you know, that's a, that's that. a good point. Like, that that is that, that's right. That's a good point because it is the well, the entire just about the entire CID detachment that was there was relieved. They were part of the mix. 
Um, and the, the video that I was going to show you guys, it was it, it was a, Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy was giving a speech of what he did. And, of course, the webs, like I said, the webs didn't like Fort Hood either. So it, it fucking said, nah, you're not playing this shit. Uh, McCarthy announced that, that, you know, 14 Fort Hood commanders are to be suspended or relieved, including the the, uh, the Major General uh, Scott Eflant, uh, Deputy Commanding General for Three Corps, the 3rd Cavalry Regiment, uh, you know, her unit, um, uh, Colonel Ralph Overland and uh, 3CR Command Sergeant Major Bradley Knapp. They were relieved. And then that's when he had his uh, dramatic steps displaying about, you know, the results of the Civilian Panel's independent review. And one of the many initiated that, you know, immediately after her murder, obviously shook the army. Um, you know, everyone's asking about General White. You know, General White was deployed. You know, he was gone for a year, just about, throughout this whole fucking thing. And and the, everyone's like, well, he needs to be, you know, well, well how come he's not being accounted for? Well, he's, you know, that's why we give those two general. That's why we give, I don't know, what was the assumption of command orders uh, yeah. to knock that shit out. And he was gone and, uh, for his deployment throughout this whole mess, you know, doing his stuff. And he was in charge of a, a task force. So, um, you know, mining after Fort Hood, I, I really don't see how he could have been, you know, responsible for that either. But um, the news obviously was, was, oh, my gosh, you know. They're fa- oh, they're they're facing discipline action, and this is this and this, and, and I'm just thinking about that. that doesn't that close Fort Hood a little bit? I mean, does it kind of like <laughs> clean, clean clean it up? Um, they're, they're kind of like uh, you know, this is like because there's there's only so many things that you could freaking do now. You know, I see people in the comments already talking about the um, well, he got real covered. Really. You know, I'll be honest with you. There are some individuals that just can't let it go when it comes to their time in the service. To them, also, uh, and some of the steps of individuals that were around, not the individual that was responsible who actually, you know, who actually killed Vanessa Guillen, but the processes and stuff and all that, you really can't look at the, okay, well, he needs to, you know, burn. To some of these guys, they are getting burned. There are some guys in the Army that can't let it go, that are so power hungry that will actually sit there and go, and and to them, this is like, this will rock their world because they're going to get relieved of their command. This is going to be totally devastating to these guys. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be punished or don't deserve to be held to account. They're they're they're. This is for them. For them, it's wrecked. It'd be it would be as if you know you something you did or something you wanted to do, and you you know you were told, "Hey, fucking, you're done. You can't do this. You're fired from this shit." And it was something you've always wanted to do. So, so some of this I could kind of see a little bit. You know, CID. They're not trained. They even said specifically that CID yeah. uses what Fort Hood as a training ground. Well, I guess there's a lot of fucked up shit for them to practice on, but yeah. still, the, like, like, uh, that just blew my mind. Like, I understand that someone brand new in any MOS needs on-the-job training, right? But to just throw them all in one place, like, who's training them? You right. Know? Like, now you got to remember, um, CID has a specific process of this that goes through some type of apprenticeship program to be an agent their processes of how they go through this they're hiring anybody to do this you realize yeah. that right i mean just some some of the audience realize they, they, there's some like some sort of special cid school you're going to cid school and you're like oh my god i want to be on tv with the guys from swat no that's not how it works you know <laughs> you're you're that, that's not that's not going to be you didn't you, you know ice tea from uh you know uh 
from from a special victims unit has more experience in investigations than, than some of the CID guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've watched all those episodes. Yeah, I watched. I'm a yeah, kid. It, I think we could do this. It, right. I think. Yeah, I think we. I think we had been, been able to do this. Don't. Um, don't. Don't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ice Tube like yo man you you all fucked up. But anyways, um, the the thing is is that they. They use CID for a training ground in some of their processes after they go through an apprentice program. Then you go to you go to MP school. I mean, this is the, this is when it was brief to me. Um, that, that that that's how that's how some of the processes. So you got you have you know individuals that are plant clerks, uh, you know supply sergeants, uh, infantry guys, commo, and you know the different you know fields of MOS is going through this program, and then they go to MP school, and then that's it. There's no super super. It's a super CID school. Super CID. You're going to be a super agent and be able to solve everything with just a swab of, you know, of DNA. And that's it. That's And then, and then, you're, then it's solved. Um, the, the case workload for the CID agents is insane at Fort Hood. Um, some of the cases and some of the stuff, some of the guys just have to get, just kind of have to push some cases behind to, to get to more of that low-hanging fruit that's more obvious I guess you would say more obvious assault, but then I don't, I think this should be, I think a CID agent, once they're done with their training, should have at least a, like an FBI agent, like an FBI academy. You know, they go through some shit. They, they go through some serious, um, why do we have to dumb it down? Or get this, get this, you know, criminal investigations aren't army specific. Oh, you know, like, why don't you just have some kind of centralized DOD you know, ID? You know, I, yeah, ex- you know, I was talking, I was talking with somebody about that today, and we were discussing back and forth. Yeah, exactly. That's the FBI. We right. Were, so we, were, like, we were, we were discussing. We were just expand upon that. We were, we were, we were, ex- <laughs> we were, ex- we were, ex- we were ex- just going through the process, and I think a lot of these weird offshoot organizations that are in the army cannot be armyfied. Does that make sense? Like a, yes. you, you can't you can't have a you can't have CID agents and running around doing CID stuff and CIDing of excellence, and then you have some freaking sidewalk sidewalk NCO a sidewalk leader telling you you need to update your fucking med pros, or <laughs> you know we're supposed to be right. it's almost we're we're I, I see like a CID agent like something like a pilot we trust a pilot with multi million dollar equipment. And he's really trained, or he and she are really trained to fly that fly that gear around, to do that stuff, and go pew pew and pew pews and shoom shooms, and fly around. There, there's a there's an obvious school for them to do that. That would be the same way. I should see that a CID agent coming out of CID school, graduated, should be one hard charging investigative agent. Should not be. Should be a member of legit law enforcement, a federal fucking agent. It's almost like if the army ever needed. If the FBI was really going bad on recruiting or whatever, or needed hats, need, there should be a, an almost a, you could use your CID school experience at the at the WTF Nation CID Center of Excellence. <laughs> you could use that uh, to do uh, you know to, to 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 cross over. So that way, an FBI agent, a CID agent, a federal marshal. Um, I don't want to say ATF because you know I don't, I'm not saying I like ATF, but I'm just not. I'm not saying about ATF being a. I'm not saying they're not real cops, but I'm just saying that what they what the role is is kind of eh. But their their enforcement capability needs to be as is up on par, just like a normal federal agency to that conducts law enforcement for the for the Justice Department. And I think it should be more like you said. It should not be. It should not be armying. It should not be doing. 
It, it needs to be taken away. From, I don't want to say it. Yeah, I think McFarlane needs uh, to be taken away from the army. Well, and the, like okay, because it's been really, like I said, I don't want to dive in a shark because we don't have time for that right. with me tonight. But right. I think that'll take what I believe. Like this is Spanky personally, and a lot of people that Spanky knows personal problem with shark is taking away the prosecution out of the chain of command, out of that period. We a lot of people think that it should be done by civilians. If CID is not army and then is under no influence from the chain of command, they do not have the same freaking post commander and nobody is involved in. If the CID is now the DOD ID, let's just call it that for now. Then I think like for one, the prosecution of sharp, if it's all done, you know, centrally from some other, you know, type of prosecutor, like the DOD ID, it wouldn't take, fucking seven years or whatever to get like right you know something done about it right dod idea yeah oh my Therefore, everything will go down right well i think and, and also i think it needs the onus needs to be taken like you said taken away from the command so that when cid shows up cid is is handling everything and answers it's almost like a federal agency like an outside agency that you know right it, it handles this business and then it's the next thing you know there's an there's there's a there's a you know somebody knocking at the door and we're here to detain so and so I'm here I'm blah, blah blah here's my badge here's my papers blah, blah 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 and I got this I got a warrant blah 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 they have the jag so that way that in case so that soldier can you know speak with an attorney blah blah, blah. and that, and then there you go cart them off at that point because because I know CID agents and I've talked to CID agents and I realize once their rank is I'm thinking God are we are we are we that fucking bad that we got a buck sergeant. I'm not saying a buck sergeant's not capable, but and a buck sergeant being a CID agent handling like some big shit. And I know CID school. I know there's got to be something that's big. There has to be something that's big. If there's anybody that needed to be relieved, I should. I mean, yeah, there were some CID agents that were relieved, or some individuals in CID were relieved. There should have been the relook of how CID operates to begin with. Um, exactly. Just how its own process. I mean, instead of shutting Fort Hood down, they should have just shut CID down and just just brought the feds. Because let me, like, like FBI in feds. the report, in the report, what happened when the investigation to Gian's disappearance, if they would have took, I don't even want to say that fucker's name, let me see your phone. <laughs> I think they would have solved that a lot quicker. <laughs> right. You, you know, I was also. Because I, I saw that and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like. You didn't even look at this dude's phone. He's the last person to have texted her, and you didn't even look at his phone. Like, maybe you need a warrant to look at it. Did you, you didn't even ask? <laughs> like, I don't know. You, you know what? What the thing is is that it should have been handled to the. Um, it, it it should have been handled specifically to that. How do I say this? Did you hear guys hear that? That's the sound of CID. Yeah, we used to we used to have CID. <laughs> no, I'm a sound of the, the, yeah, the C- law and C- orders. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. That. To turn on, yeah. CID used to. Yeah, CID used to used to mess with WTF Nation Radio back in the day, and and that was his long time before we became legit, I guess. <laughs> before we started having. Um, but as far as the warrant, it's like any time, uh, Nation when WTF Nation when when uh, when a, a leader asked you to see your phone. No, <laughs> I mean, but if they said yes, if they said yeah, if they said yeah, if you're if you're a dumbass and you let your supervisor look to hey, let me see your phone, uh, and you go okay, because you don't know. I mean, you're like no, here we go, sorry. Yeah, if you have if you have big sorry, if you have Cavman as your super, I think even Cavman, 
We need to bring Catman back. I think Catman. I mean, they're investigating well. a disappearance. I, like, how hard is it to get a warrant to look at text messages? Right. It's not. It's not, It's really <laughs> that. I mean, really. or especially. I mean, they got it after they found her body. I'm sure. But, right. You know, but still, it's like if you're investigating the disappearance of someone, how hard is it to get a warrant to for the phone that she was last in contact with? I don't know. When shouldn't be too hard. Well, like, I mean, we want to know what her text said. You know, right? So, I mean, <laughs> I know, I know, CID's like walking around, uh, you know, going, Ugh, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's like, hey, come on, dude, hey, come you on, want dude. My, you want my daughter to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, exactly. She could exactly. find out what anybody's text message said, who she was texting. Right. <laughs> I need. Oh, you want to get the? Let her see her exactly. Phone. I talk. I talked to my daughters. I'm like, oh, you want the streets, Dad? Hang on. The next thing I get screenshots. You know what? Thanks, kiddos. So is that what so and so said? Yep. So uh, it, again, you don't if you if you as a I'm gonna tell you what leaders if you're the one going through your soldier's phone to find screenshots uh, for stuff, make sure you get a warrant. Don't get hooked up, or the judge will come after you because WTF judge will 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 put you on and your command on blast for searching soldiers' phones and all that stuff. For the uh, for I guess you can't really do that now. Uh, you got to be careful because there's some things that you know implied search and seizure when you go onto a place. You are required. You're subject to search upon entering an installation, but that's like vehicles in your body and whatever. But once it comes to a phone, as soon as you, ha- as soon as you, hey, real quick, let me give you, let me give you some, uh, let me give you some smoke pick tip right here. Uh, if, you, if you're, if you're in the heat, just know you're in the heat. You're, you're gonna whatever. You're, you're gonna, they're gonna find you. They're, you're gonna slip. Some, somebody, somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna drop something to the main page inbox. <laughs> and you're like, hey, so and so said this, or so and so said that, and then go straight to the command. Especially when it comes to something like this, we're not talking about the stuff that you know. Some Joe like took a guy on or something like that. We don't care about that shit. Right, right. But when it comes to something more serious like that, who who would who would have that? Now, you know, they even said in the report. Did you catch when they said that there's other investigations ongoing too about Sharp? That in other words, there probably was some other incidences that happened to it as well when Guillen reported it. Did you see? Did you catch that little bird? Oh, I'm sure there's way more sharp investigations and stuff going on that they can't right like, that aren't complete and they can't you know comment and stuff on it or won't comment publicly. That's true. On it. Yeah, they're not going to say something. But yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Just right morning, they talked about the housing and barracks issues. Um, after after that after that address, though, um, it happened immediately. Um, we were getting we were getting a bunch of pictures in the inbox of of commanders um, signs getting removed from their from their headquarters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, did you see this?" Yep. <laughs> The next one, hey, here's a different angle. <laughs> yeah, we saw that too. No, no, no. Look at this one. Yes, we saw that one too. Yes, we, we, we yes. Thank you. We know they got relieved. We know they got relieved. Um, I just want to know what the Sarns did. I want to know about the Sarns, the NCOs. I want to know about them. I, I mean, officers. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Commanders have to be held accountable. Yada yada. But I want to know about the officers. I want to know what they fucking did. I'm curious. I know they had uh, today. They had the the change of command or whatever for the new three CR people. Oh, the assumption of responsibility. Yeah. yeah, assumption of command and assumption of responsibility for it was Colonel Bradley and Sergeant Major Monday that you know took over for 
third CR. Right. Yeah, so they just, had that today. I want to know what the Sorrents did. I really do. I want. I want to know what the Sorrents did. I want to know. Uh, um, you know what's up. You know, guy. I forgot to say, guys. Shit. Well, hey, we gotta, gotta say hello. Yeah. <laughs> we just right in. Yeah, we just jump right in and start talking shit. It's like rah rah rah. Hi guys, what's going on? <laughs> we have a guest tonight on Sergeant's Time. We have David and Nick from Veteran Trash Talk, and uh, we we got a, we got a little uh, we got a little gift that they're gonna. They're gonna play so so if you if you pay attention right now, hang. On. Matter of fact, we'll, we'll play it right now. Um, it, it, we're gonna be talking in the background, just laughing and stuff like that. So you guys are gonna be hearing the sound. But this is a little a little novelty item that they're gonna give to us to give away, right? And we're gonna is this it's like is this prize night? We have to open up the freaking prize locker. We haven't opened it up in forever. We will be getting some prizes from yeah. them. Yeah, I, I should have them this weekend, so we can give away one tonight ahead of time. Okay. Want to get and one? I, yeah. All right, hang on. We'll play right quick. Let me see. Yeah, there we go. It's playing right now. There we go. <laughs> so that's the novelty item. <laughs> the novelty item is the, the the little button, laugh button, a little uh, little little shit talking there. So yeah, I'm just freaking that that's uh that's gonna be it. They're they're gonna be talking about that. They're also gonna be talking about veteran trash talk. You know, we, we always like to empower other veteran podcasters and then they can come and shoot the shit with us and all that. And we'll talk trash too. I mean shit, we, we uh we like talking shit. They like talking shit, so um they'll be looking forward to having them come on. But anyway, so that that's I forgot to say we had a guest tonight. I just like oh I'm just reading the report, dude. I'm going through some of the stuff. I'm like, God damn, this freaking Jesus. So, other than that, <laughs> all right. Or, or, other than that, we got it. We got through the CID stuff. So yeah, we got through the CID. Now we know they fired a bunch of people. Right. After uh, I, I do like the change for the FDR. You know things like you know they really should have some kind of standard things and not just you know say fuck off their AWOL. You know, I know there's processes for AWOL. Like you're supposed to send parents or next to kin letters. Like, hey, do you know where your soldier is? But you know, there's there should be something in for that first forty twenty four hours. Not like, oh, where'd they go? <laughs> so I like that. Well, I'll see if I like it when they come up with something. But you know, <sighs> I um, one of the things that I that I looked at is how some of the policies uh, and and we're talking about how CID need to be changed up. I think I think the I think the culture of the NCO and the leader needs to to change about just about everything everyone I, mean, I don't know, I really don't think like you were saying i really don't think it's fort hood just some of the stuff that we've seen from fort carson uh we really don't hear that much from bragg uh we really don't hear that much from uh you know from uh, jblm um but we hear a lot from hood we hear a lot like i said it's just i don't know maybe it's just maybe it's just hood maybe it's just fort hood maybe it's uh we had it good spanky when we were there what's up with that what happened um, what'd you do to fort hood man you know, I think Fort Hood just has a lot of mouthier soldiers, and we're, you know, they're willing to fucking, you know, raise their mouth, raise their voice. And we, we don't know how to act, right? We're not going to just suck it up and shut up about it. You, you know, the, um, the, the, the whole, the whole thing, uh, that, that was after, after that broadcast and all that, leaders across the army had, well, leaders across Fort Hood were seated. In a stadium where General uh, White and the CSM were talking, three-course CSM were talking about what happened. 
And as soon as it was posted up, and as soon as it came up, then that's when the the soldiers were like, "Hey, let's ask, ask what's going on, ask what's happening, ask what's uh, you know, give us give us your input." And and the the soldiers stood up. And when the soldiers were talking, I was watching. I was I was just listening to some of the things. Well, first off, they had a cameraman. It looked like he was dark. It sounded like he was Darth Vader. Everyone was <laughs> everyone was kind of clowning him in the in the chat. So he was he was like, I'm like God damn, dude, you need to like move the camera away from you or something like that. Um, but at any rate, they had um they, they had some soldiers stand up and talk about incidences of what they've gone through, and it got like crazy. But on the side, there was Big Sarge going, "You better have your hands out, you, you better be doing this, you better speak up, you better do." You know, I was just kind of like. I'm glad I didn't get a chance to watch it. Now. You know, when 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 someone's asking you to open it, are sergeants like kind of like messing it up for it right now? <laughs> it's like when the, it's time to ask for that empathetic ear, and you have that empathetic ear open. Do you think it's do you think it's like a, a good idea for sergeants to sit there? You better do it. You better. I was just kind of like I was like God, dude. The dude's asking for information, asking for the soldiers to open themselves up a little bit about their experiences of what's going on or how it's connected to their relation to what's been going on on post. And then they got Big Sarge going, you better shut up. Oh, my God, dude. No, that's not the time. Yeah, that's not the time. Especially if they're speaking about an emotional topic that they've went through. You know, if they went through something and it's an emotional event through them, you kind of like got to give them a little bit of a... I don't know. Give them some space about that shit. You need to. You need to, uh, you need to kind of let them vent. That was on my list to watch that before tonight's show, and I just did not have time. I have already like sent the link to myself, and I was just way busier, you know, since Tuesday, and I have not had time to watch that because I did. I did want to watch that live before tonight's show, and I didn't get a chance to. And I'm glad I didn't. And I'm really glad I didn't watch it live because you know me, I'd have been all up in the comments like, "Hey, Big Sarge." Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah, I was, I was observing. Like, seriously, I'm like, I might have like, cause left my house because where that is, it is literally like a two minute drive from my house where they were doing that live at. I might have just drove there, put on my like WTF Nation shirt, and say, "Hey, big search." <laughs> we should just do that shit, man. It's just like when I'm down there, we should just like show up and just like walk around and just say, "Hey, what's going on?" Just like I start, just like I don't know, do a live video just on. You know, uh, yeah, these down. two soldiers fucking these these two old fucking soldiers are running around the, the commissary or the PS going, hey guys, <laughs> hey we're from WTF Nation. You guys want to talk about what's going on at Fort Hood? <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, if you don't remember, me and Minx tried that before, and Mom and nobody, and they were scared to talk to. Us. They were, <laughs> so they maybe, were, maybe they won't be scared of you. They, they were, they're, <laughs> they're scared. We talk, of I am, I, hey, I am, I am not. I am not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to, why would I, why would you be scared of me? I'm not going to talk to me. I'm just going to sit there. Hey guys, what's going on? His name, whatever. And you guys want some WTF nation radio or us army WTF moments, t-shirts and mugs and koozies and ranger panties. I'll be more than happy to throw them at you. And then that's it. There you go. And then yeah, it was on Fort bliss and they were scared to death to talk to us. I know. No, no, I know. No, I know. Not, don't get me on camera. Yeah. No, no, no. He's like, what is it? Who are you? Ice. Oh my God! What are you doing here, Fort Bliss? I'm just kidding. You guys want a t-shirt? <laughs> Run! <laughs> okay. Well, scratch that trip off, Fort Bliss. I guess. Uh, thank you for being so gracious to the WTF Nation. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, no. It. I don't know. It just. It just seemed like that. Look, if this is the moment where. Um, where, where leaders have an opportunity to allow individuals to, and this, and I think sometimes, 
I'm just gonna say sergeants need to need to realize that when a, when a, when someone's speaking about some stuff like that and they want to hear a sympathetic ear, they're asking the soldier. They're not asking you, and it's not your point at that time to start sharpshooting them if they're going through something like that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some specific details that I'm sure that you know you don't want to hear, or, but don't sit there and like you better shoot, you better blah, blah, get your hands in the butt. You're talking to me. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Uh, you'll be surprised, Tommy. You'll be surprised. <laughs> um, but anyways, so we have a guest. Um, Veterans Trash Talk. It's, uh, showed you guys the button. Showed you guys the uh, the little intro vid. And uh, we're going to take a break right quick. And then we'll be uh, we'll be right back to shoot the shit with the guys and uh, see what's up. Uh, Dave and Nick will be on in a minute while we're on break. And y'all refill your glasses. Go take a leak or something like that or go grab a snack. Uh, shots. We'll be right back. WTF Nation Radio. WTF Nation Radio. Take it from me, Ice. You can't just float around space not caring about stuff forever. The voice of U.S. Army. WTF Moments. This is WTF Nation Radio. Shit in the bag, Pogue.
I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. The voice of U.S. Army, WTF Moments. This is WTF Nation Radio. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Everything stated on WTF Nation Radio is to be considered the opinion of the person that stated it, and not an official representation of WTF Nation Radio or U.S. Army WTF Moments. Price does not include tax, title, or license. Some assembly required. Each item sold separately. Batteries not included. Objects and mirror are closer than they appear. If conditions persist, contact a physician. Individual results may vary. Keep out of the reach of children. Avoid prolonged exposure to direct sunlight. Keep in a cool, dark place. And please enjoy the show. Shots. And we're back! Man! What a heated, like, first conversation and shit. God, got me all pissed off at Fort Hood. Um, anyways, uh, we're with our guests from a Veteran Trash Talk, Dave and Nick. What's going on, gents? What's going on? Thanks for having us. Uh, dude, uh, uh, you know, through some through some talking and some discussions and all that, dude, we were kind of like wondering, uh, all right, well, who you guys are? Who? You, uh, as soon as I saw the button, dude, I'm like, yeah, we got to get them on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about yourself, guys. Thanks. Uh, the button, yeah, that's definitely Dave's baby. Uh, he brought that up. Uh, so, we're uh, Dave and I are still active duty, and but my buddy Joe, who's not on, obviously, he uh, he and I have always wanted to get into the podcast realm and uh, get into the sports talk stuff. But you know who who had who has done that before, right? Right. Um, uh, being active duty and. You know, I, I'm not afraid to say it. Like I have all the I have all the schools and stuff like that you want, you know, Ranger qualified, jump master, yada yada yada, go through the roof. I go to behavioral health. So when when COVID hit, they shut all that down. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, and then like what do I do? I can't I can't go see them, I can't go see physical therapy for my back, my knee, whatever. And I call up Joe. I was like, hey, man. I was like, I've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And why don't we just start recording some of us talking shit to each other? <laughs> you know, and b- bottom line, I was looking for my own therapy, you know, because the, the only you. the only people that are going to take care of us veterans and is ourselves. Is us. Yep. So that's what we kind of looked into. And I was like, hey, look, we'll get into the sports later. But let's... uh. I can't imagine the veterans out there that are hurting right now that have to wait month, you know, or whatever for their for their appointment, and now they can't even get that appointment. I'm still active duty, so I get mine pretty much whenever whenever I I can and and need it. Uh, but they can't start canceling those, so the the pain was adding up, and I started recording with my fellows, got some guys together, got Dave on. Dave was my uh, was my platoon sergeant back in the day, like an old. Was it oh not oh like two thousand ten something like that? So yeah, eight eight two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then he he forgot how to jump off an airplane. He got hurt. I took his spot and never looked back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm taking it. I'm taking you guys are uh, of the of the airborne uh, persuasion because uh, that's that's uh, 
That's what I'm talking yeah. about all the way. You, uh, which master school did you go to, Nick? Did you go to the uh, 82nd one or did you go to the Benning one? Or did you go to the... Uh, uh, well, there's only one at the 82nd. So, there you go. That's right. The, the most premier. I, I don't know if that other one's like legit. But that's right. That's right. See, I said this. I said this to Spanky as well. She's like, "How many Jumpmaster schools you got?" And I said, "One," at the United States Army Advanced Airborne School at the 82nd Airborne Division. Correct. <sighs> there we go. I'm pretty sure the Jumpmaster that hurt Dave went to Benning. So <laughs> I, guess I, could, I guess I could thank him for that. That I, uh, yeah. that I got spring shot into my fast track into my career because uh, that yeah. Jumpmaster sucked because he went to Benning. That's why he got promoted, Nick. That's why he got promoted. It is. Usually how it works. Fast tracked like a muck. Usually how it works. There was a platoon sergeant at five years in. Hell yeah, I was. So. <laughs> okay, so real quick, Nick, then then since we're, we're, since we're blabbing real quick about the give – us, give us a little bit better background here so i know you're active duty you know did you get like does everybody know you're gonna be on here because i'm with last time we had active duty ncos on here they were the winners of the best ranger competition and they almost got their shit pulled because they came on to talk to us like we literally had to sterilize so i'm not worried about it i got a lot of like you brought it up uh, earlier i was watching your segment earlier and this is why i'm not afraid of it and like i said i don't care who says it i work i work at the not commission officer leadership center of excellence so if anybody wants to have a problem with what I say, uh, I'm at the the pinnacle of who teaches NCOs how to be NCOs. So they, um, I don't ever, I'm never going to talk bad about the army. I love the army. Of course. Uh, I can say things I don't like, but, but that doesn't do any good. It's just whining. Correct. But, but what you said earlier in the segment about the NCO culture, you know, that's, that's why I'm not really too worried about what anybody is worry about what I'm going to say. The culture is what screwed up, right? So a little bit of background there. I, I love being like being more, uh, I would say transparent. Of course. Yeah. To, You're very fair. Like, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. To where it's like, <laughs> nothing like, wrong with that. Oh. But I mean, the army's given me so much. And I've given them as as much as I can. So, like, wait, I'm not going to talk trash. I mean, I can obviously be like, so we can all throw fingers. But yeah, I, I grew up in the 82nd. I was 82nd baby, and uh, then uh, went to uh, be a RI in Florida. So I was a ranger instructor down in Florida, and then I went out to Hawaii. So I got some beach life uh, about six years in a row. And took uh, did a first sergeant time out in Hawaii, and now I'm doing what they call a broadening assignment. Oh, and. I- I am I am learning how to how the operations side of the world works as far as you know that kind of stuff. So it's it's not fun, and uh, but it is what it is, and it's a it's a great unit. They have great people working there, and again, it's the culture. It's the people that put up with the crap. It's the people that don't enforce the policies that are written. Right. And so you were spot on with that. That comment was one hundred percent awesome. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, active duty work at uh, at Nickel Co. and having a blast there. <laughs> Did you just call it Nickel? I was wondering what the name was because all the old all the other senior NCOs were calling it. You know how there's B knock, uh, you know B knock and A knock. They were calling it Knock Lock. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that term. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, <laughs> Knock Lock. Um, it sounds like something you freaking. I don't know. It sounds like a, a cheesy commercial gimmick or something like that. <laughs> you know, ensure your car at Knock Lock. Um, like the Aflac duck. That's like the Aflac ducks freaking, <laughs> but anyways, um, so, 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 oh, hang on. We got a, we got a phone call coming in. Who is this? Who is this? 
Let's see. Hang on. I already got a phone call, huh? Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, WTF Nation Radio, why are you calling when I got a guest? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, I was talking about your guest and everything. Um, the NCO court, to my opinion, I did 20 years and is gone. The NCO court, the backbone of the Army, is gone, in my opinion. Man, uh, all the way up more here, NCOs huh? are about their NCOR <laughs> and how pretty they are and what they can do to get what they want. Cool. All right, man. Well, appreciate your call. Thanks for your input, brother. That was legit. So that's why <laughs> that's why we started what we did. Uh, we started our page because the community has lots of people like that caller, lots of people like, I mean, the most diverse people on the planet, or in this country, I should say, because we, divi- we are a very diverse country, is the military. So you have a lot of people that they're looking for that community. So we started one. We started a community that were, it's like, come on, say what you want. And then people are going to roast you for it. And then, and then, and then maybe you're going to learn that the little window that the little the box that you created for yourself isn't, isn't, isn't what it is. Now, so, do, now real quick though, but when you were going through, you were, you were told that all appointments for behavioral health, we're going to be kind of cut. What was your chain of commands reaction to it? What was, what were they, I mean, were they sympathetic to you going to be behavioral health and were they sympathetic to you understanding how you're going to need to find another venue to, to seek assistance? Uh, yeah, well, the, the, the chain of command, it, it was very supportive where I work. And again, there's some people that have horror stories. I haven't had one of those yet as far as chain of command supporting what I've wanted to do or what I've wanted my soldiers to do. But yeah, it's like it's almost like, you know, hey, maybe we should take a break if some of these guys that are getting worked real hard and their families are not getting people forget that. That's the thing is when the COVID stuff hit, when did we ever start stop to think about, well, hey, maybe the wife's not working anymore, the spouse isn't working, the kids now, can't go to school. Like, how are we gonna take how can we take care of these families? But no, no, Nickel Co was awesome with me. Uh so, I mean, like I said, I can't speak for everybody, but again, that's where the leaders come in and where your caller just said that, you know, the NCOs, the, what, what are they doing? Like, right. what are they doing to step in and be like, hey, I, I got you here, man. Like, you go take care of your family right now. Right, exactly. Like, go, oh, go, man. Go to the commander. Yeah, go to the commander and say, hey, these four guys, they, they need to work from home right now. Right. Like, no, we, we see that because when we do when we do a screenshot madness on Thursday, on sergeant's time we we post screenshots from from buck sergeants and staff sergeants and sergeant first classes that send just the most crazy wazoo shit to their soldiers on a text message. Yeah, and it, it's it, it is fucking hilarious. So, hey, real, real quick, uh, um, Dave, um, tell us about yourself, yeah. man. Tell, tell tell you know intro intro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, I joined the army back in '03. Um, went to the 82nd, uh, served in 2P with uh, Nick and Joe and a bunch of other warriors. And then in 2010, I went to the dark side. Um, my MOS is probably not the one that we want to talk about today. No, I, I support my MOS. I actually became an Army recruiter then. And uh, Okay, well, that that concludes our show. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate your time for hanging out. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I love recruiting. And I'm actually uh, company first sergeant out in Phoenix right now. Okay, so, so you're so you're currently an active duty Army recruiter, and, and you're yes. you're rocking this. And uh, well, so what made you want to be a part of USERAC? Um, Honestly... You know, two deployments, 27 months in, um, 
you know, my, my daughter Haley was born and I was actually there to witness my child's birth. Um, so I did the recruiting stint and, uh, she was born while I was on recruiting and I'm like, you know what, this recruiting is fun. Plus I'm here with my kids. I'm here with my daughter, you know, cause I missed my son's birth when I was in uh, Samara, Iraq in 06. Right. And it, it, it seemed it was more friendly family wise, you know? And I was like, I, I was kind of getting tired of deployments. I mean, 27 months was a long time. We had, we had a pretty rough deployment when we were over there. Um, yeah, so I was like, you know, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to switch it up. And uh, yeah, now I'm doing it. What, from was, the, you know? <laughs> what was that, Nick? You're like in the background going, wah, wah, wah. what was that? <laughs> he got shot in his big ass ears. <laughs> yeah, I did get shot. Yeah, purple heart. I mean, you, you got a purple heart as well, Nick. So it was, we caught the enemy marksmanship badge. Exactly, you know? exactly the enemy marksmanship <laughs> badge. Um, so, so what made you what made you want to join um, um, Nick in this in this uh, this thing right here? What was the what was the? Yeah, I mean, Nick and Joe have been you know brothers you know for a long time. And um, obviously our biggest mission, you know, we talk a lot of trash and that, that that's that's the plus about our page. But one of our biggest missions is, is is the soldier suicide, suicide, you know, like it is it's just insane. You know, everybody's everybody knows about it. We do push ups. We bring awareness. But what are we actually doing to fix it? You know, and I know Congress has been trying to fix it and the VA, but we got a serious fucking problem on our hands. And when you look at the suicide rates, you know, believe it or not, it's actually right now it's the older generation. So I think it's like 30s to 45. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, the um, older, older than that, the Vietnam yeah. veteran. Yeah. And, and then it's a lot of times this, you know, Joey, who just got out after serving in Afghanistan, goes home and, you know, he's surrounded by his family members and people that know him. But he's not surrounded by his brothers or sisters. So, you know, he's speaking that language that all of us on the show understand, you know, that that, that sisterhood language, that brotherhood language. Um, our page just provides that outlet. You know, we've 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 sprung into action a couple of times. Obviously, I'm not going to go into details with who, but um, our page provides that outlet. So you're just surrounded by those, you know, that understand your language, that speak the brotherhood language, the sisterhood language. And then, um, you know we're just growing in numbers right now. And eventually we're going to crack the code and it can hit on it. What our ultimate goal is with our page um, and where we want to be in a couple of years, because something's got to give, you know, just myself, I've probably lost about 20 of my fellow brothers and sisters of suicide. Mm. And it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I bet, man. Okay. So go ahead and get pre-jump Nick. What, what was he, what was Dave saying? He just put you on the spot, man. So, what... right. So the, the, you know, when the T11 came out, they changed pre-jump. Like fifteen times. <laughs> every, every 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 time a soldier died, it was uh, it was because pre jump sucked, and yeah. so we have to we have to change that. It had nothing to do with the shoot. Always jumper uh, error. But, Always jumper error. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you guys are doing enough staying airborne training. Exactly. You gotta, like, on it. Of excellence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, again, we're a for profit company, and you don't you don't hear a lot of veteran organizations say that. And we love every nonprofit organization out there, period, right? Wounded Warrior Project's taking my family snorkeling, you know, all that kind of stuff. Good for them. Uh, you know, the fishing adventures. We have these guys on our show, our podcast. We, we, we promote any veteran-owned business. Come yeah. on, talk, talk about it. And, and because, you know, there's somebody sitting there that doesn't want to watch the news, doesn't want to put on, the, you know, some kind of media. But, hey, maybe they come on our page and they watch this guy say, hey, he's got a fishing place out here. Let's go. Let's go talk to him. Either way. Like like we talked about, the, why, the reason I brought you brought up pre-jump, that's a good point, was we had to keep changing pre-jump. 
So the whole system of how we're treating veteran suicide is broken. It's broken. Other, otherwise, otherwise it would get better. Yeah. Like there, there's no reason why it should get worse. Right now, I, I, honestly, the the DOD doesn't have to take the brunt of all of it because we get the guys that you know recruiting brings in the army. Dave, thanks a lot. And so they, they you know, <laughs> yeah, thanks, dude. That, that, thanks, that, Dave. Go that, sit in the corner. That, that takes, I provide the strength. Okay. Yeah. That 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 takes some of it, but not a lot. A lot of it is in the most of it's on the leaders, but some of it, you know, is just it's just what comes yep. in. Yeah. So. Our goal, I want to be like 60-something years old. I'm almost 40 now. You know, in about 20 years, I want to be able to send people anywhere they want to go at any time. So veteran trash talk is for profit because why not build the biggest veteran community of all time, pool the resources together, bring those nonprofits in so that we can send people there. But no, not only – we can have beach houses. We have houses in the mountains. Places where it's like we own that stuff. It's like you're you're think about 20 years. What's the next war going to be? Who knows? Bring your platoon home. They had a rough one. Take them to this beach house, right? Go get in fights on the beach. Hash out all your shit, right? Like, go go just go fix it. Right. We'll fix your problems. And it's like, oh, you need a break, your time away. Guess what? We got you. And we don't need donations. Like we don't need this kind of stuff. We just people don't. A lot of I got it. You know, some people are woke nowadays and they don't like capitalism, right? So, but like, <laughs> like, I, 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 I like capitalism. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, very. Uh, hopefully, it's very good to us. Yeah, exactly, again, dude. I, I'm setting up my life that I'm gonna be happy no matter what. But I really, really hope that we make enough money someday that people could just, like, hey man, I need to use your house in Virginia. No problem, man. Take it. Take your squad. Go have Take fun. your squad, man. Take your platoon. Take your company. Like we got, we got cabins up there. Put put tents up. Go, right? Like whatever. You you got a brigade that's having suicide problems. Bring them, bring them to us. So that's kind of the end state. That's what uh, Dave was talking about when he said, "What's our end state for?" Like I said, I want to, you know, when I die, I die. We all know that, especially the the grunts and the military guys, girls. You know, life's short. Yeah. If I if I happen to if I happen to make it that long, good to go. Yeah. If I happen to make it that long, hopefully I see someday that our logo, our brand, is the actual community of veterans. And because the system's broke, so why not start a new one? That's all, that's kind of what we're looking at. So right, I, I was that just question. yeah, no problem. I, I was just gonna stay with Dave. You were no, I mean. You're you're active duty recruiter, and we always break balls on on Userick anyways. Um, the the whole how do I say this? Is there because I know I I, wanna, I don't want to ask you a question that's going to get you hemmed up as a recruiter, but do you think? <laughs> no, but that's even worse. Any question you ask him is going to hem them up because yeah. they're struggling right now. It, well, and that's another thing too. It, is is are we? Is it is it some of the behavioral health stuff? do you think could be screened before an individual comes in and gets to the point where there are triggers and there are uh, exacerbating factors to their psychological health before they even come in? So there's there any, is there anything that's being recognized at the recruiter level? Initially? No. I mean, we're not, we're not psychologists, psychiatrists, you know? Um, Cause I mean, if they're fully qualified, if they meet the medical 
you know, physical requirements, age requirements, you know, education requirements, and they're qualified to join the military. I mean, I can't, you know, we can't be the ones that say, no, you can't join, you know. Um, and then when they go to MEPS, I mean, not much has changed at MEPS over the last probably 10, 20 years, you know, in regards to physical qualifications. So they join, they join, you know, and I, I really think the drill sergeants have a, you know, hard job and they all say to drill sergeants need to weed them out. But Nick brought up a good point, you know, with individuals that are having issues, like once they join, the leadership needs to take care of them, you know, um, what goes through a ringer? I mean, there's no control over that. Right. In a, in a sense, you know, as long as they meet the requirements and they're fully qualified to enlist in the Army. Right. Now, I'm just curious because due to the fact that there's a lot of NCOs that were rushed, and there was a lot of soldiers that were rushed in, rushed in, rushed in when we were doing the surge or, or doing the freaking. And it just, it just seemed like now we're dealing with their, as they're in, now these are the leaders that probably should not have been leaders when they've come in. And, and, yeah, and, and they're they're also they're also the ones that could be part of the problem of why soldiers who already are dealing with some psychological problems can get exacerbated by an idiot who big sarge who mm-hmm. thinks he's who thinks he's whatever and he's got his own problems you know what i mean um right. so I, I was just curious that if, if maybe userek is, is are, are trying to are, is there trying is there an attempt i should say at maybe curtailing or, or like, I don't want to say the standards, but, but just saying, right. Hey, look, we're going to need I get what you're saying. I mean, back in 2006, you know, or, you know, even earlier when the surge was going on, I was out fighting wars too, you know? So I, I definitely know that the, you know, qualifications yeah. to join now are stricter than they were before. Now, when we're talking about requirements to come in, can you give us some examples? Um, I mean, obviously, we've gone through the entire the law violations, you know, um, in regards to possessions, charges, things of that nature. So now, um, oh, wait, be a so, lot what, yeah, go ahead. But, what's, up, what's up with the possession stuff? So so what, what's up with the possession stuff now? What was that? What was that? So you can't the guys can't be smoking weed or something like that or, or what? Yeah. Possession of marijuana, like a simple charge, you know, which a lot of young men and women have these days. Uh-huh. Um, you used to be able to do it at a battalion level and that individual could enlist, you know, you can still shoot it up for a waiver, but it's a lot more difficult, you know, um, things of that nature. And then I know there was a lot of tattoo, you know, ETPs and policies that are in place now. Um, I mean, we are pre- we're not as strict with the tattoo policy, but back then, um, back in 05, I mean, from what I hear, you know, neck tattoos, large neck tattoos, you get in the army, you know, it wasn't an issue because we obviously needed to provide the force right. you know, to get deployed and everything. So, right, yeah. right. No, it's just, it's just, it was just one of those things to where I would see that, that it, some of the, like I said, um, most chain of the commands don't support. Like when Nick, Nick is, I mean, I think any any command that supports a soldier going through behavioral health to me, I think is is awesome. That it's, that right there, yeah, it, it, you the know, culture needs to change at the units. Right, you know? right, and that's what it is because there are some units yeah. out there that will not will will literally it almost like they're going to get punished or they're going to lose their clearance or they're they're going to get treated like ass just for talking about behavioral health issues, or they're going to be mistreated different, or they're going to be handled with kick gloves when they shouldn't be. I mean, it, 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 it's just that, like you were saying about the culture, do you know something that is going to be um, maybe provided to the recruiters when they show up to say, Hey, look, okay, here's some of the, some of the ones like a pre, I don't know, pre-screening like that. I mean, have you, has USREC considered, Hey, you need to talk to somebody or something like that. You got anything going on to kind of like do that as a pre-screen to that way it could begin their screening process, like to talk to someone first, like part of your screening process should be someone talking to, like if I'm coming in, 
then I got behavioral yeah. health issues. And I have some issues that was bothering me from childhood. And I walk in to talk to a. Um, I mean, to, if to, you have behavioral health issues and that's been medically documented, I mean, it, you're probably not going to. You're not going to join the army. Really? Plain and okay. Simple. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on what it is. I mean, we can submit a pre-screen. Right. You know, and the doctor review it. Um, depending on what it is. Um, but yes, we do go through a pre-screen process, all of that stuff. You know, any type of injury that you have, you know, you broke your leg. I mean, it's a pre-screen, you know, any any, any type of situation you ever had medically, physically, whatever it may be, um, it's getting submitted. And then the MEPS doctor reviews it. They either qualify you or they don't, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, there's de- that's that's definitely in place. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, somebody came in and he's you know, batshit crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, cause there's some cases, cause there, I think there's somebody won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michael just said that there are people will probably won't want to join if they find out there is a BH uh, screening, but uh, and I think it's got to happen. I mean, I think it's got to be whatever, because, um, there was, there's been some documented cases of missing soldiers back in the day that had, uh, that actually had some behavioral health issues that was screened through, if that makes any sense. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. But again, what we brought up on our show, and it was when you talked about what your earlier segment was, we talked about it at one of our podcasts, and one of our uh, hosts is a special forces guy, and uh, he brought up this right away. Right, what you said. Where are the NCOs at? This right. is like yep. two two months ago. Right. And it's like let the investigation work out. Let's find out who's responsible. Calm down. We'll find out. Correct. But then what I also brought up to what you guys are talking about with the behavioral health is, is a lot of people that when we, st- when I started this page, well, when, when we started this, excuse me, uh, I don't want to be too pompous, but when we started this, uh, I had a buddy call me and say, a lot of snowflakes, be careful, right? Like there's a lot of snowflakes in the veteran community. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like, but no, now it's, we started, this is like, dude, that dude was right. He was, like, he was so right. The Army has a mission, right? The mission is to win wars. If you can't grasp that from the beginning, then I don't, it's pretty hard to be a leader in it because you don't, obviously, and this is where the NCO comes in. That's the officer's job. The officer's job is is to plan that stuff. We're the ones that are supposed to get the force ready. That's our job. Get the force ready to win wars. Lead them, take care of them, train them. Make sure that they can come back. Right. The um so so the whole issue of behavioral health, yes, the stigma is wrong in some places, but not the overall army. Right. Right. Now the now the when you when you talk about that and you're just saying about soldiers being snowflakes or or being you know whatever veterans v- veterans veterans I'm just, sorry veterans not soldiers um, v- veterans that the 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 bro flakes are unreal bro I, I mean you can't there there's some I mean I don't know, I would like to think that some of the therapy that you would probably talk about shit talking some people I have been on phones with individuals for hours just shit talking going back and forth and having a fucking blast or I'll get on some uh, a Zoom conference with some some other friends and all we do is break balls and everything. And I, I'll be honest with you, some of that shit just makes me fucking feel so much. I feel better. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to describe. You know, you just sat there and you know, some, some be like, dude, you like sitting there just going, you guys are like talking shit and you know, clowning each other and 
you know, talk about your age and how many divorces you had and all sort of shit. That, yeah, that's, that's fucking fun. I'm like, bro, that was fucking hilarious. Do you see how many times you were, you know, or whatever. Um, do, do you think that maybe there needs to be some toughening up? I mean, not, not really toughening up because, because, you know, it, there's, there's, you got to be, there's some careful words you have to use for some individuals already when you say you got to toughen up because then that like, freaks them out sometimes. on this thread like let's compare ERBs bro let's see how tough you are it's like let's see what you've done it's not about being tough the tough guy comes out and says hey I need to talk to somebody right now we had uh we we had we had the SEAC on the retired SEAC yeah he was on here too oh fuck right? dude yeah he was awesome when he was on here did did, yeah. he, did he tell He's you awesome. about, yeah did, did you tell you the story about how he got how he got busted <laughs> Oh, yes. we talked the whole e story. Everybody. He also yeah. talked about how he had to go to talk to the Secretary of Defense and said, hey, I, I need I need to go talk to somebody. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it was awesome. It's like, it was awesome. If you're, you're going to be nervous to talk to anybody that you need help, it's General Mattis, right? Right. Like, like, like I, I don't want to knock on that guy's door and be like, hey, I got I to take a break. Like, like, no. Like, so, again, I'm not talking about the people having the courage to do things but again, like you said, our community is set up to where it's like, say something, put something on our page, say something. And then you're going to get some idiots that comment, but then you're going to get some real support on there from your brothers and sisters. Right. Like they're, they're, they're going to be on there and they're going to be like, nah, look, this is where you can go. This is what you can do. But again, don't knock the army's mission. Don't knock the Marine Corps mission. Don't knock the Navy's mission. Their mission is to win wars. Right. You know, and that's a good point. Do you think sometimes when you criticize something that, like you were saying, we, we love the Army. I mean, we, we totally love the Army. But but when, when we call some shit out that's kind of fucked up on when it comes to some sort of, some type of procedure or someone needs to be held account, there are leaders that actually think that you're being disloyal to the Army when you do that. Correct. Got to hold them accountable. Got to get yeah. them out. Yeah. Got to get them out. 100%. Like, I see. I see you nodding over there, Dave. What were you gonna say? <laughs> nah, like Nick was got to hold him accountable. Yeah, I mean that, that's the right there. Yeah, that, and it's the issue, and you got to fix it. You know, the issue a lot of times has to start from the top. You know, we always want to start from the bottom. You know, like from the bottom and then go up. No, no, the issue a lot of times needs to start from the top. Right. We got a lot of you. Know, we talk about like the culture change and you know why it's okay to go to behavioral health you know when i was coming up in the 82nd i mean you go to behavioral health oh you just said that you said you said okay we just had a we just you guys know what the q word is there's there's a q word we always we always like to say and uh we, every time i say something everyone gets on me cuz i say back at brag <laughs> so you just <laughs> brag at brag, brag, at brag. Yeah. So, so you just said it yeah. i was raised in the 82nd i was like yeah go ahead i'm sorry yeah. but it's, it's let me, it's let me tell you a story about let me tell you a story about real jump master stuff, right? Not the bending stuff. So when you, Wait, let Dave finish, man. Let Dave finish. Oh, he, he sorry, was Dave. Dave, sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, just you know, back then, you, you squad leader, team leader, whatever you are, you know. And then you got some issues going on, you know, which a lot of us do. But the minute you you say you want to go get help, you know, you feel a you feel like you might be letting your team down, your squad, and then b you know you don't want everybody looking at you like you're weak. And then the higher leadership, you know, like sick call back in the day, like just going to sick call, you were a shit bag, you know? Yeah. So the leadership that was already in charge, they're now even, you know, higher up in the echelon. So we need to, we just, it's a culture change. A culture shift needs to happen. Right. And I think we'll be good to go. And NCOs need to take charge. If, if your soldiers 
feeling some kind of way, take care of him. Because when you go overseas and you're across that wire, you know, you need to, he needs to be 100% good to go. Not to mention, and, uh, and yeah. also has to have faith in your type of, uh, Correct. In, in, in you. If you Correct. were, if you are, if you had, if you are a leader and you're going outside the wire with your troop and you had just been finished berating his ass and yep. shit talking him before yep. you went out yep. and he remembers that shit or he'll be so fucking distracted about it, He won't be mission focused on that stuff. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Um, so real quick, the button, <laughs> <laughs> what? What what was the who was the gen, who was the brain uh, brain genius behind this one right here the, the 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 rocket scientist behind the button and why the button why do we have a button Dave Dave before yeah, Dave, so before you jump the, in Dave Dave before you jump in so this is why I brought Dave onto the team I love him he's my brother but he's the genius behind this so this is why he's here <laughs> Yeah Nick's the CEO you know I, I only own like you know smaller percentage of the company, but good to go. I'm happy to be with my brothers. But but anyhow, um, the button, it's always kind of been one of those things I've wanted to do. Um, shout out to Talkie Toys, okay, my buddy Sean. Not sure if you've ever seen the fuck it button or the blah button or the, you know, um, what's the other, the poop button or the shut up button. They sell them in Walmart and Spencer's and all that stuff. So um, one of my close friends, Sean, he, uh, he has a company called Talkie Toys, and he did these buttons. And a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? We need to come up with a military button. Obviously, our platform, you know, our group started, and uh, we created the Veteran Trash Talk button. It comes with 12, a million, uh, 12 awesome phrases, military phrases. Let me break it down. And, um, style. Yeah, it's a good stocking <laughs> stuffer. And I think Nick forgot to mention earlier that uh, proceeds from every single sale that we have, if it's shirts, buttons, all of that stuff, go towards Stop Soldier Suicide as well, um, who we are partnered with. And I think that needs to be recognized as well. It's not like we're pocketing all the money. Um, we are actually actively donating to them as well. But, uh, yeah, that's the button, and I think it's going to go viral. I mean, it's funny as hell. I think everyone should, should have one on their desk. So go to shopveterantrashtalk.com. Let me put that plug out there and uh, get yourself a button. You know, uh, we also um, – we, we haven't – we haven't. I was just telling Spanky, we haven't opened up the prize lock in a long time. So – uh, the, are, are the fine gentlemen here, Dave and Nick, have given us some 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 swaggish button like materials and prizes to give out, um, and so hopefully we'll be able to you know once we get it up and secured, we're, we're I, I'm excited, man. I, I like I like I see that's the whole thing, you know. We're kind of like uh, I mean we're kind of like the same. You know what? That's a good point about the four. I want to say the same. I'm sorry. I'm jumbling questions because I have a question that's at the tip of my tongue. You said for profit. Um, do you, yes, did, sir. Did, did you said that define to the audience what a for-profit veterans, uh, business is? Right. So I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave a lot of that explanation up to people who are smarter than me, but <laughs> kind of, financial advisor. Yeah. I, I do, I do, I do have a business degree, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, I didn't pay attention. I think it was from Excelsior. It was online. You know, the B, the TA paid for oh, it. Oh, it was a, the Sergeant Major's Academy whatever. special, right? Exactly. No, I'm getting the Sergeant Major's Academy masters right now. We call, it, uh, we call it the Yale of the Southwest. Y'all, uh, y'all get some Yale. <laughs> you got some Yale in you? Yep. Uh, nah, so, for like I said, for profit, we, we, we don't get the tax breaks. We don't. Uh, we we can't take donations. That kind of stuff, right? 
But the main point is, is we can make more money than a nonprofit. In turn, we can do more than a nonprofit. So that's why we did that. We, we, we literally have surround, we made our team full of successful people who are strong, great character and have their lives somewhat in order. All of our lives are messed up or freaking damn infantry men, right? So like we all like our heads are all blown up. Like it doesn't really matter, but you know, we got strong wives, all that kind of stuff, but whatever. But yeah, that's, that's the whole idea. And like Dave said, we partner with stop soldiers suicide because they have an actual wellness team. So we, we, we researched some, organizations that we could donate to and our our lead sponsor of our podcast is Ventura Training Athletics who's who's a uh, got out of the army 82nd guy right awesome dude obviously cuz he's a paratrooper but they do muscle activation and he treats veterans for free and he gets paid 400 bucks an hour so when he's treating free. you for for free Right. And, and I, I went in for my knee and they said I need a knee replacement and I, I need to stop running. It's probably time to look to get out. I go to California. I see my boy. I'm running 13 minutes, two miles again. Oh, that's right. So it's about. like that's the stuff that we need to get into the army. And the army's going that way. The whole, the whole new H2F cycle coming out. You know, I've read it all. It's going that way. It has helped. Well, I mean, I'm glad that the army's starting to get that way because uh, on my side of the house, I use Thor three um, out of Usasak, and it was it was a it it changed uh, it changes you pretty good uh, when it comes to stuff like that. You you, you and I want to say for the good is it, it helps you with your health. It helps you with your you know releasing of stress. Uh, you know, getting some training in yes. and stuff like that. It, it does help. Um, now I was just curious about some of the stuff about the, the for profit because you know a lot of people would like to say oh well, you're for profit so you don't care about vets and I'm thinking for real dude the fact that you just can't I, I, you want to empower a, a fellow veteran podcaster or or another veteran business you just can't like give them some shout outs and say that your veteran succeeding um, that that's why I can't stand all that fucking drama when it comes to people when that says how many veterans are you supporting. Or how many, you know what I mean? How many, what money are you, are you donating to? Or how come your money's not going to this? Or you need to support, you hate vets. You hate vets because you didn't do this. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck, we just had some vets on. Yeah, you just talk about some woke people right there. So again, <laughs> the, the woke people who don't understand how capitalism works, again, our end mission is to dominate. We want to dominate the veteran community and give them everything they want. And you can't do that nonprofit. Yeah. Can't. There are some, there's some things. I mean, there, I would just read because there was some recent drama with, uh, with different companies and, and who they support, who they don't support. And, and, and that woke vet shit, that woke culture, that whatever, uh, uh you know, especially when, uh, there was, a uh, some recent events where, where, some a, a very well-known veteran-owned company had something happen, and everyone's just like, "Well, I'm not going to buy their coffee anymore. I'm not going to do this." I'm, I'm like, hey, "You, you know what? Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If someone gave me a bag of coffee as a gift, because I love coffee, um, and it, and it's a gift, I'm looking more at the meaning of the gift that somebody gave me a bag of coffee. If it's helping veteran, if it's helping veterans, 
I don't see an issue of it. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. So like, for instance, right now we're going to get the button and we just, we just, we just drop your freaking link all over and your page all over to our followers and, and, and to get you guys energized and help you guys go viral. There's not supposed to be no hate on that. That's not, you know, you got fuckers that trying to draw some shade on that. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, leave them alone. I mean, I, the page, the station, uh, the rest of the team that, that work for Army WTF Moments and, and WTF Nation Radio, we get a lot of shit for that. You're not doing this or vet. You must hate vets because you didn't, you didn't have somebody come on there. Or you had some, you, you didn't do enough for a veteran suicide. And I'm thinking, shit, we talk about it all the fucking time. <laughs> we, talk, you know, we bring it up all the time. We're having you guys coming on. It's just little shit like that. I was just wondering what your guys' own personal opinion when people kind of raise an eyebrow when you say you're a for-profit veteran um, company. Dave, you want to take a stab at that before I do? Go for it, Nick. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, While your Nick, eyes rolling, yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'll let the CEO handle that one. I don't want to get us in trouble, you know? No, I'll, get us, I'll get us in all the trouble that we need. That'll work. <laughs> we got your back. Yeah, so it, you know, we really appreciate that that you did that for us, and I know Dave uh, has uh, helped hook that up. Yes, like we have to keep continually pushing it out to people that we are for profit. Like we're not giving you things away. Like it's, we want to build the community. And it goes back to how I started with the, with the systems broken. So let's just, let's demolish it. Let's demolish this whole, we need to give, give, give. How about we, how about we just come together and we just dominate it. So we can't do that relying on donations right let's just, let's just all like let, let, let's just take over right let's just take over right. our family like looking at you like you're weak why exactly you're so right like why the hell should you be mad at somebody who's like oh grunt style is not run by a, a freaking military anymore Ooh, yeah yeah go ahead what's up what's your what's your take on that <laughs> my take on that is, is my, my my take on grunt style is is they 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 got greedy you think so Okay, a, a little bit. Uh, so again, why was your mission not to? It is it, that's their own personal business, and God bless them. I'm, I don't have any grunt style shirts. I had Joe send me a tap out shirt to make a video once. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing. So I made a tap out video. You can check it out. Like uh, how to tap dress out. like a warrior. An affliction um, shirt. Same thing. Like so, I, you guys can check it out. Like. I made this video about how to dress like a warrior yeah. <laughs> so that nobody messes with you. And so you put up a big ranger flag in your garage. You buy a, you buy a punching bag. You don't have to hit it, right? And then, but you just buy it, and you put it there, and then you, you wear the tap-out shirt. And you're good to so, go. So, so everybody knows that you can't fuck with me, right? Like... It's it's pretty self explanatory. You see somebody Ranger flag shit. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I'm Tap yeah. Out. So God, come on. Oh dude, I, back I'm trying. Back up, up, dude. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> we're having we're having some people come on our podcast the next couple of weeks that own freaking apparel companies. Now technically, we're an apparel company. I don't give a shit if they make see, more that's, money than us. See, that's the thing. Like. like I, I, I hope just they make a lot more money than me. Yeah, like, I just, I just, I just don't understand the hate though that everyone has on apparel companies and everyone has on everything else when it comes to just, just talking about like for instance, it's when it's when the it's when it was uh that kid that shot up those guys and fucking uh in that one uh, in that one riot, 
and that one protest, I guess you would say. Oh, in Wisconsin, that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, and and he shot, you know, he shot those two dudes, and uh, he was wearing a Black Rifle T-shirt, and fucking people went nuts on Black Rifle coffee, and I'm thinking, um, what, what's what, what's what's wrong now? And and what it was is that everyone's talking about there was an implied endorsement just because the kid wore the fucking. Wore a black rifle T-shirt, so it made it look like there was implied endorsement just because some whatever. Now I'll be honest with you, the politics of what a company does or whatever is on them. But my biggest thing is that is that they're a veteran company, <laughs> and you if you're a veteran company and you're saying it's almost like the division of veteran companies are now is now starting to grow. Like there's there's one group that's all about the tap outs. There's all about the afflictions. It's all about the grunt styles. It's all about the don't fuck with Ranger. Can't fuck up. with a guy with a tap out shirt. On. You can't. You can't fuck with Ranger up. There, Nick Palmashano is a friend of ours, and oh bless yeah. it, be, oh bless it, be Nick. Um, but it, my biggest thing is that it, it, he even brought up. Matter of fact, um, during this thing, he he brought up a good fact. He's like, dude, they're fucking. It's just coffee. Everyone needs to chill the fuck out and have a cup of coffee. Um, the, I, I just well, the best is that the five hundred dollar. Uh, donation that Black Rifle made to the Obama uh, campaign. Who cares? And the right wing went nuts. Because they lost the bet. Yeah. yeah. Because he lost that. the bet. Yeah. He, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And bet. that's what I'm saying. They like, don't. Yeah. Nobody knows the backstory to some of the stuff that's happening in the veteran community. If they don't follow it, immediately they said, "Oh my God," and then and then started trash trash talking how how these guys are. Hey, look. If you if if it was documented and it was put on video, people and it was it was like shown to people's faces, they still wouldn't believe it and want to go woke on them. You know what I mean? Um, I, I also was asking about the nonprofit stuff because immediately when you say you're a pro uh, uh, you know for profit company, you have individuals that will literally sit there and sharp script. And these are veterans. What would you do for bits? You know, you must hate right. bits. You must, I'm like you fucking dude that just came on here and just started talking shit about this stuff, and you know you're like a uh, what? You're you're you're. Why are you giving Dave and Nick drama? I mean, I'm not saying you know for whatever because I'm not saying that's happening, but because we we bust the no, balls we're used too. To it. it happens on our own page. We have these people come on and they trash us. Oh really? Oh wow! See, yeah, I called it. Hilarious. Damn. So, See, like, I I love I love like my whole my passion on social yeah, media Nick is, is a to Facebook troll people. Terrorist. Yeah, he's so, a, a Facebook terrorist. <laughs> I I literally can you know I'll get I'll get a hundred people spun up in a second. Right. And and then I'll turn it off. Like when I was a first sergeant, I would write something before I went to go do PT. I would write something on Facebook and I go do PT and come back and there'd be 600 comments. Right. So I was like, yes, like that's that's all I wanted. I, I wanted you to be triggered. I wanted you to actually get invested in your soul of why you suck. Right. So like that, that is the beauty of it. And we have people on our page that trash something we post and it's like you do realize you are part of the page that you're making fun of oh trust me brother we we see it too <laughs> well i'm sure you guys see it oh, when you I'm guys like, have it a little more you know? microcosm you know Dude, we no it's no like, you guys are you guys are familiar too but we see it oh man we'll, we'll, we'll jose jose will post a story and people lose their shit uh, or, or fucking somebody posts a meme about something and it gets reported for shit. Or, or we we post a post of a have another posting of a soldier doing some crazy shit and everyone's like, oh my god, why are you doing this? Ah. And I'm thinking, you got to be fucking kidding me! You it's like literally took away. You're taking away from the fucking joke that was the intent of the fucking page to begin with. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're supporting soldiers and their families and and veterans, and we support the military. But god damn, no, these- you guys are awesome. My company, my company made it on uh, your page once. And uh, 
that was legit. <laughs> the, they come, they, they complained about uh, the, some of the CQ NCOs complained that there's a hurricane coming in Hawaii. I said, build a bunker. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So they, they built a bunker and it, uh, it came on there and that was awesome. See, I love that. And, and like, I, I, I didn't get mad. I thought that shit was hilarious. Right. And so I turned it into a, a training experience and there was a range card in there and there was a, you know, T and E and they, they had to do, Every every CQ shift had to log in right. new targets. Right. You know, so whatever. Who cares? But you know what, Nick it's though? Boring. But, but, CQ's boring as shit. Right, but Nick <laughs> but Nick, memories are made in the sock though, bro. They're made in the sock. They're not made, you know they're made in a bunker. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? They're made they're made in some shit. You you're doing some stuff and you know, everyone's miserable and talking trash and all that. And that's what it's all about. Fuck, dude. Yeah. God dang. I was just I curious it. again because because we we I mean we we are we're pretty neutral when it comes to a lot of the issues and stuff like that, um, but you know we get a little bit more latitude being on the radio and talking about it because we're not going to be squelched. But I was just curious because like I said, they Black Rifle Coffee they got so much crap over that shit, and then uh, you know and then the grunt style thing and and what happened with them and that whole drama. We're like, what the hell is going on with you guys, man? Everyone's and it almost seems like there's a drumbeat for everyone to watch it fucking burn. They're like, you see what happened with them? Yeah, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, fuck them. They suck. Right. You, want some, no. you, get, you guys want some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, so, uh, so what's the uh, so so again? Who? How big's your staff? I mean, how many people you got? Um, I mean, uh, as far as you know, running the running the organization and, and what, what's your what's your podcast hours? So, like, we brought we broadcast uh, four times a week. What, what's your all schedule and stuff? So we we went we used to go live with our Saturday podcast and uh, that our that was back our, in the day. <laughs> our our technology guy uh, he's Asian so that's why we picked him uh, no offense but <laughs> he uh, Ranger but Ranger buddy of mine he uh, he PCS'd and uh, everything went to shit so we just started recording it so we, we released our stuff at seventeen hundred on Saturdays and we like I said we would invite any any uh veteran-owned business to come on and say what you do and or we also or if encourage you're a squad anybody and want to come on and just talk some shit come on, on. right yep. if you're a squad that wants to come on and talk shit about the marines the navy like you did this you did that we encourage you to come on it's great therapy when you come on and actually share your war stories uh we do it it's awesome but our staff we have we have a banker we picked a banker in chicago because chicago is corrupt so <laughs> We, we, we want the most corrupt guy that we can have. And he's an awesome dude. Um, shout out to Matt. Yeah, shout out to Matt. We got a technology guy, former paratrooper, that has no real qualifications, but he can draw good. So we got, we got him. That's Perry. Uh, and then obviously Joe's the other co-founder. He's our he's you know he's awesome. He does all of his UFC Hell fight yeah. picks. And then we got some awesome volunteers that, because we don't make enough money to pay them yet, but we got, you know, Bill Bill Pearson, the mad Russian that I nicknamed him, and it's funny because everybody calls him, gets mad at him because he's a communist, but he's really not Russian. So, Bill, I'm sorry, but oh well. Uh, he volunteers. He's a sergeant major now. Um, and then we have uh, a couple moderators. Um, Marnie is a spouse, and then we have Letha and Len. They come on and they help out with the moderators. Uh, but again, we're just trying to get started, and, and like I said, we want to have the biggest community of veterans of all time and buy property everywhere 
and just have a great time as veterans and hash shit out. Right. So that's that's kind of what we're about. We got um we got we got a question. Uh, so what so what if you tell them a, a certain percentage goes to the benefit, and the rest is the cost of the product? Would that help? Uh, I'm gonna ask answer that question for my side. No, it ain't gonna help. You're not gonna satisfy anybody. You could say proceeds of this sale. Some uh, some proceeds of the sale will go to assist veteran veterans to do yada yada yada. Go ahead, Nick, Dave, your your turn. <laughs> yeah, so what? Three percent. Okay, so there you go. Of every sale, of every sale, the buttons, However, the shirts. People need to listen to the end game to where. We want to be big enough to handle anything, and you can't do that nonprofit. And when, again, if I have a Lambo and a pool because I'm giving your whole platoon, uh, you know, a beach house, okay, you know, like I'm okay with that. And I and I hope. Well, you I mean, all are too. yeah, I mean, if I yeah, give give them some of my friends and squad, some of your teammates, uh, some baller ass kiffs and stuff like that would be awesome. Yeah, hell yeah, dude, I'd be cool with that. I mean, if if that's how you if that's what you want to do to make to to grow large and you guys were veterans and that's what you want to do, I think like I said, I think it just goes back to being a bunch of fucking haters out there that don't like your don't like the stick or don't like it whatever. I I. Go ahead. Well, they don't I was, want to put their stick in the game. They don't want yeah, to put their stick right. in the game. That's yeah. what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because we we I'll be more. As a matter of fact, you guys let us know when you're going to have your next podcast, or you guys going to be broadcasting live or something like that. We'll share it on WTF Nation Radio's page, and then uh, we'll, we'll you know we'll, we don't mind we don't mind doing that. So, but I that's just awesome. that'd be awesome, brother. Because yeah, we like we're promoting veterans and veteran-owned businesses, and a lot of them are for profit. And again, they they deal with the same stigma you were talking about yeah. where it's like they have to explain themselves as to why they're charging full price it's like uh, i don't know maybe because it takes money it's like yeah yeah we've <laughs> invested a lot of money in this yeah yeah <laughs> oh no i know i know the feeling when it comes to that shit man i know when yeah. it comes to some of the stuff that we handle out and they're like well that's gonna be this 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 I'm like i didn't expect it to be so much and spanky was like well there you go that's how much it costs to yeah. change there goes yeah. there goes paypal so Boots cost money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, so Bill Parson, Bill, Bill Bill Pearson says, talk about our sports picks. Oh yeah. What's the sports picks? Oh, well, what? so if you're a if you're a, if you're a gambling junkie, uh, and you have nothing else to do, watch our sports picks because I personally pick the NFL games, and I'm 24 for 27 now on my locks. So if you've been betting on my locks on the NFL, you're you're doing pretty well. Uh, Bill and Joe pick UFC, and they have a competition going, and it's a white claw. It's a it's a white claw challenge. So they like we always do white claws because no real man. I'm I'm drinking a, a white claw right now. You can't see it, but it's just to make Bill happy. Um, so why why is it, why is it, why why do you guys say that? So you, what's wrong with Tecate? You don't like drinking Tecate? Why don't you want to drink Tecate? Oh, why is it got to be white? Well, Tecate is fine. That's a beer. We're um, <laughs> we're talking about the we're, we're talking about the seltzers. You just the what you seltzers. the way you said that. You said what you said that. Tecate is fine. We're talking about that's a beer. <laughs> yeah, classic. Oh, so okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt your your claw story there. Go it's ahead. Your it's your show. You do what you got to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. So there's this stigma that men can't drink zero sugar alcohol. So if I want to drink a White Claw and, and so I don't get fat because I'm still active duty, then maybe that's what I drink, right? Whatever. So, but we we make the joke and the challenge is you have to slam a, a White Claw 
and then put it on the page. So they have a pick going, but if you listen to their picks, these two guys are, and Joe, the other founder, are awesome at UFC. They they worship it religiously. I don't like underwear fighting. I call it <laughs> underwear fighting, but they love it and they pick it and they're very good at it. So if you listen to their picks, if you go on our YouTube channel and watch the picks, if you don't believe me, they pick about 90% of the entire fight card every time. So we keep tagging like all the casinos to like, hey, you guys suck. These guys are really good. Like, pick them. Uh, but they don't listen to us. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it's coming because they're too good. They're too good at it. And I pick based off a name. So if you have a Russian name, I pick you because you're winning. Like, you're winning. <laughs> or if you have like a name like Gabriel, you're probably going to win because uh, you fought your whole life. I think they made a song about that. Like, <laughs> named you Sue, right? <laughs> You should be drinking three Cletus. We're we're coming out with our own drink. Uh, yeah, we're coming out with our. We're, yeah, it's, 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 hey, put it on our page. We're, we're gonna we're gonna once we make our drink, we start drawing the stuff up. We're gonna have some. Uh, it's William Wallace, he's one of our fans, and he created the original creator of a three Cletus. Um, we were talking about something, and I can't remember what it was, and it, and that sounded. Like, I misread it, and it sounded like it said uh, somebody said something to me. And they said, "God damn, Ice! It sounded like you were you just said three Cletus." And I just we just all fucking started rolling. And William Wallace was I the guy that said that's that. What you just said, and I was like, "Oh, cool punchline." You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is there is there is there sugar in three Cletus? <laughs> we have to wait for the beer to come out first, man. You said Bill, Bill it, can't it's drink a it. it's a beer. <laughs> it's Bill, like Bill, Bill can only drink. White claws. We'll, so, we'll probably have to make a Cletus claw uh, or something like that. <laughs> so that way we can have a better uh, better taste to it. Um, uh, what, what's the uh, someone? Oh, Spanky just said that she needs the um, she needs. A, we need a Russian on the staff. Uh, do, do you guys? Do you guys? Uh, do you guys know any other Russians? Uh, I mean, the last. I don't know. Is it, is it cool to talk about? Well, we, we don't. We, we, uh, Bill. Bill is not a Russian. He's just gigantic. So <laughs> he looks like Dolph Lundgren. So we call him. We, we, we call him the Mad Russian. Okay, got it. All right. So there you go. <laughs> but he's not communist. And by the way, uh, WTF Nation and and BTT Nation, Russia's not communist anymore. But like, so it's cool. <laughs> it's just a joke it's oh my god exactly that hey guys thank you guys so much for hanging out with us man this is this is good well, shit thanks for having us on. Um, yeah thanks for having us yeah amazing yeah and, and again uh, once we get the button uh, once we get the uh, item the trinket we're gonna we're gonna have a, a giveaway we gotta we gotta open up we gotta have some spring cleaning some open we gotta open up our our, our fucking locker and just start giving prizes because I think we have had a lot of individuals that have come on come on that have given us items like what you guys did, and we're just like Spanky's like, hey, can you got you know we we got like fucking we got all this fucking loot. It's time to it's time to start giving it out. So we just might have like a just a sweeps night, just like fucking hey, all right, you get a prize, you get a prize, like Oprah, you know what I mean? So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so it's so Dave and Nick. Uh, from Veteran Trash Talk, guys. Thank you guys for uh, so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for having us, brother. Um, well, thanks for having us, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Well, we're going to take a break right quick. I'm going to sit there and shoot the shit uh, with the guys while you're all just like, I don't know, going to go take a leak or go check your shit. But uh, we'll be right back, and uh, we'll continue our, our Sergeant's Time segment. So y'all uh, go take a break. We'll be right back. Shots.
Wear a condom? We're in Fayetteville. No one gets STDs here. The voice of U.S. Army, WTF Moments. This is WTF Nation Radio. This is WTF Nation Radio. And we're back with the last section of Sergeant's Time. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the guests. I thought they were pretty fucking cool. Absolutely. There were some some good guests. It's nice to shoot the shit and all that stuff. All the back-to-brag references and all that shit. God, man, it was unreal. So thanks again. I think that wasn't a drinking game, man. The, oh my god, yeah, we would have been, we would have been really jacked up. Oh man, it would have been awesome. It would have been a fun drinking game. The back and brag. Oh, I hired a Russian. You, <laughs> I, I you, just decided that you I had, have that authority now. You got oh, so are we involved in collusion yeah. now? Are we doing some collusion? Are we colluding in? Yes. Are we doing the collusion of excellence? Yeah, so I hired someone. You hired I, Ivan. I just decided we don't go through this whole hiring process anymore, and I can make those decisions. If you don't like it, yeah. you can fire me. Yeah. He's tired. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you leave me in the chat rooms un- unattended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, man. So uh, you just you just gonna just gonna go ahead and just decide to get a Russian and get us in trouble. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Don't let me find an Asian. I'll, yeah. find, I'll get me one of them too. You want to get? Oh man, <laughs> see here we go over again. <laughs> Talking I'm all that diversifying crap. Diversifying our workplace. We have to, you know, we do need some more diversity. Um, we do. We do. Uh, I, I mean, uh, having having to having to deal with a bunch of old people. That's the. <laughs> we, I mean, we do. You know, I, I, we had some people quit. You know, they moved on to bigger and better things. You know, one went to be an uh, EMT. So we lost our gay guy. Yeah. You know, oh, I know. We lost. Yeah. Oh my. That's right, Ender. That's right. He was. He Ender, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ender wasn't. Oh, I'm, I'm, I miss. I miss you, Ender. I, I, I do. I miss you. I, I miss you. My. He was. He was my. Oh, God, the good old man. Ender, calls. Give us a call, Ender. We miss you, bro. I'm gonna have to check on him. Yeah, let's check. We gotta check on to. Ender and see what he's doing. Let's go bring him back. If you guys don't know who Ender, Ender was our. Um, he was. He was our. Uh, he was our host on Sarden's time. Uh, Ranger, he was a what? Ranger cook, Ranger medic, or something like that. I, I, I can't remember. He was. In, it's been so long. It's been a long time. Yeah, we, he we was gotta, just fabulous. Yeah, he was fabulous, and he was. Uh, we when we brought him on, we hired him. Everyone gave us a lot of shit because he was openly gay, and you know he would talk about him and his boyfriend, and we were just. It was just I don't know. We we were it was just fun. We just he was a fun fucking host to have, and uh, he he had was studying for the EMT and and trying to work hard to be an EMT, and it just the schedules didn't work for him to. To be a host on Sarn's time, so it's just like, oh, dude, it just, uh, just, just miss. Uh, Ender, I miss you, bro. I miss you. Yes, but a lot of our younger hosts, it is fun to watch them grow up and see what yeah. they've gone on to do and right. get married and graduate college and yeah, oh. go through college and all that. It's like you're watching them leave the nest. Oh, oh my god, my little babies, little babies, yeah, they're flying now. They're gonna fly and they're gonna. I'm just waiting for the first freaking one to call back and say, I need some divorce advice or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wish everybody all. I wish no. everybody. Miss Pie. God, I miss, I miss the. Uh, we should have like a fucking reunion. Oh, wait, Doc Madness, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, Doc Madness. Holy yes. crap. You guys don't know who Doc we Madness is. Uh, we need to plan that. We need, we need to plan a. a, a for Valentine's a, Day. A, 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 host, <laughs> a host reunion. Just kind of like come on and shoot the shit with us and. We yeah. should plan that. Or we could do that for our birthday in March. That's what we should plan. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Yeah. We should have all of our just just hosts just hanging out and shit like that. And and um, 
you know, talk about let's stuff. make a plan. Yeah, let's make a plan. I, I have to, I have to hit up Doc Madness. I miss Doc Madness. Oh God, God. The, the, I'm uh, making a note. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I think I got some. Let me see. Let me see if I got some Doc. Uh, I got some Doc Madness uh, stuff like that. Um, let me see. Here's here's one. We we used we used Doc Madness for. Um, he's a, he's a, a veteran, a special forces medic. And he and I knew know each other from a, uh, another life, and uh, he he served as a as a medic on a drop zone during the, one of the events that I had happen to me, and it was pretty. Like I said, it was it was pretty fun. Just memories that we talked about that when he used to he used to talk. Maybe if you knew how to jump right, you know how the way he talked. Um, let me see. Here he is right here. So I, I got he, he he's he's talking about Facebook Live when it first came out to Facebook Live. Hey, always a pleasure, veteran trash talk. Um, and we were talking about coming on Facebook Live. We have other venues want to play, so he he called. He left a voice message for me on the phone, and I asked him, "Hey, you know, when I'm talking about Facebook Live, do do you want to uh, you know do this and and say whatever?" Um, then here's here's Doc Madness talking about uh, about uh, Facebook Live. What is this Facebook Live? <laughs> I've never heard of this shit. And then, I miss him. If, I miss if him. that's really a thing, I, I, and I, uh, miss, I get authorized to do it once, it's pretty much going to be me sitting there talking shit. <laughs> like constantly. Constantly. <laughs> Oh man! I need to check in on Jim Beam too. See oh yeah, doing. see what he's doing too. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get them on there. Um, tell them I say hi. Yeah. Tell them I said hi back. Hi Lexi. Hi Ty. I hope you guys. I hope you Julios are doing good tonight. Anyways, um, let's uh, let's let's talk about freaking um, the the um, fucking well, the house thing, right? Shit. Yes, get the lemon pledge. Yeah, we got the got the sweep. Sweep, we got to sweep it out. So tonight, we had Dave and Nick for Veterans Trash Talk, shooting the shit with us. It was some fun trash talk. I think I need to. I'm gonna call them up and say, "Hey, when you going live? I'll join you for your zooms." Um, and and we'll hang out. I don't mind talking shit and, and all this other stuff. Probably get some, a good time to to get some uh, get some fucking shit off your chest, anyways. Um, they came on, shoot the shit. The time about the button, like I said, that button's gonna be there. And once we get that button, we're gonna we're gonna show it off. And um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. It, I'm it's, it's gonna, yeah. I, I gotta push the button. It yeah, be like not you're gonna get the button, and you're gonna like, you should video it. You're like you're gonna be like pushing that button and stuff like that. So yes. gonna... <laughs> see how the dog reacts. See how the dog reacts. <laughs> He probably won't react at all. He is. You couldn't see this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's poor tank. You're gonna be like, he's gonna be like, get up and like run after the fuck. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna. He's gonna Sorry, it's not a tree. I don't care. You know how dogs when they fart and they wake up and they chase something, they're like, oh, what? That's gonna be the same fucking thing. <laughs> no, he doesn't even do that. He farts and it smells the whole house. Yeah, and it doesn't face him. He doesn't I'm, even wake up. I remember sleep. when I remember when Jay Reddy said that when he. He's like, he's like, uh, he, he was. What was he saying? Uh, I talked to him on the phone when he went down there, and, and he was like, uh, he was just shooting the shit. And that's when you guys were, I guess, in the kitchen or something like that. And I heard him going, "God damn, did, did that? Who shit their pants?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were like laughing at Tank, just sitting there, just busting ass in the kitchen. But yeah. he is on 
uh, the right diet now. I was about to say because fart as much anymore. That's why I do not deviate from this plan anymore. Right. Like no, <laughs> we got the right treats. We got the right balance of whatever the fuck it is that he doesn't fart. <laughs> he, he doesn't so there's no more gaseous anomalies is that what you're saying right i'm like i don't know how my kid could sleep in a closed room with him and they didn't die <laughs> from methane gas whatever was coming out of his ass <laughs> but yes <laughs> oh man so anyways oh, real quick <laughs> so anyways oh that's I always gotta say right now, i always yeah i always gotta say so anyway so i can stay on track and segue into the to the i got, I got other stuff to talk about okay so we're having, um, let's see, we got we got our shows lined up. So today's Sergeant's time on Thursday with myself, Ice, uh, and Spanky, and also tomorrow we have uh, kicking it with. Oh, I'm sorry, I almost said a kicking with cause. I almost said it. We also we have a Friday night freedom with Cause and Pookie. Um, on the weekends off, and then we have the Monday edition with myself and uh, Jose. I mean uh, Flash. Uh, and then uh, Tuesdays is a Pop Culture Warrior with Michael Gadaski, also known as. CQ, the pop culture warrior, with him and the very uncultured pop warrior. <laughs> He's the unpop cultured warrior, uh, Radar. Um, so uh, every every show we have, we're broadcasting on right now. I think we're okay. We're now we're back up. We boosted back up to I don't know eight different platforms and shit again live, and then we would be broad podcasted up to fourteen other platforms once we save the show and upload it on Google Play. And um, what Apple Podcasts? What what other what other centuries uh, of um, of different stuff? Someone told me I, I needed. A, someone asked. I saw on the chats uh, how many how many just how many. But we, we broadcast on about fourteen platforms. So Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Castbox, Mixcloud, TuneIn, Player FM, iVooks, Twitch. Um, of course, you're listening to us on Periscope or Twitter live right now. And then the the two Facebook pages. Uh, YouTube, Mo Crush, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and the WTF Nation Radio website. Uh, if you want to go and download some of the podcasts from there or just listen from that, every day at 1500 Eastern Standard Time is the Daily Rewind. So a show will be broadcasted. Just an old show. It's recycled. It's just automatically an assorted you know, show will come up and it'll just pop on there and it'll be anything. I think there was a couple of shows I think it was the last week. It was. It, I think the computer or the server must have just like kicked up a a, a good. It must have been a good, it's a good mix, a good segment because it was awesome. It was a. Uh, it was, what was Monday was uh, one of the old uh, Red Lake broadcasts. Tuesday was one of our uh, me and Jay Ready shooting the shit on Saturday Night Savagery. It was it was a good fucking week of, of good daily rewinds. So yeah, exactly a plethora. It was a, ple- <laughs> a plethora of assorted shows that where you can enjoy yourself when you download this. Um, but anyways. Make sure you share, like, and follow um, to our friends in uh, in the Space Force. They're busy right now, and they are about to. Buzz wanted me to shoot a note to you guys saying that they're going to be doing some like space radio shit or something like that. They're going to be sending out for individuals in the Space Command and the U.S. Space Force. Uh, they'll be launching a recruiting drive to get more admins because they're formulating meetings and stuff like that to to get that stuff good to go. I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Um, I, I said, if you guys get Elon Musk on there, I will, I will fucking drive down to your studios and, and just hang out. Um, but that, that they're going to, what's going to have that? Was that it? I, I think, uh, I think questions? that's it. I think yeah. that's it. All right, cool. All right. Well, thank you all for hanging out tonight. We appreciate it. And, um, you know, we hope you want to enjoy your, your rest of your week. And of course, tune in tomorrow to Friday night freedom. 
with uh, Kaz and Pookie. So uh, y'all have a good night in um, Space Force shots. Shots. Hey, this is SEAC retired John Wayne Troxel. You're listening to WTF Nation Radio, the station of choice for all of the badass MFers on the planet. The voice of U.S. Army, WTF Moments. This is WTF Nation Radio.
stated on WTF Nation Radio is to be considered the opinion of the person that stated it and not an official representation of WTF Nation Radio or U.S. Army WTF Moments. Price does not include tax, title, or license. Some assembly required. Each item sold separately. Batteries not included. Objects in mirror are closer than they appear. If conditions persist, contact a physician. Individual results may vary. Keep out of the reach of children. Avoid prolonged exposure to direct sunlight. Keep in a cool, dark place. And please enjoy the show. Shots. <laughs> 